Hola, ¿cómo estás? Añón chingo. ¿Cómo andada? Hola, Leute. Bonjour. ¿Cómo se va? Hachme maste. Haya. Buen día. Leho. Wahai dori. Nihama. Gauza. Chapabe. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Coffee and Tea with Dori and Cedric. Hi, Dori. Well, it's been a lovely day with the showers and sunshine, but I'm happy to be here and thank you for that. Yeah. When you say shower, I mean the shower from the sky. It's yes, great. exactly. Uh, I showers. I took a lot yeah. of shower before. <laughs> oh, I, I, I do that a lot too, but <laughs> you better stay dry when you, uh, when you record in the studio. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. So uh, my name is uh, Cedric Siroto. I'm a French actor and I'm a voiceover artist. Um, I've been in the business for about 12 years, 13 years maybe. Um, it's been a lot of fun. It's been also blood and tears, <laughs> but I don't regret anything. You know, it's been a hell of a ride and, uh, and I'm looking forward to the future and, and more stuff to come. Mm-hmm. That would be, let's just improvise me, uh, the next Nick question. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and how many languages do you speak? Um, okay, so I speak French and English fluently, uh, and I'm also learning Portuguese, Italian, because my grandparents are from Italy. Uh, I'm also curious into Latin uh, and uh, Japanese, and this is all due to uh, global lockdown and uh, um. our lovely uh, app friend, I don't know if we can uh, name it, but you know, it's the green bird uh, that helps me to uh, um, well learn languages, you know, mm. easy, easy stuff. Yeah, the last, the, 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 the past one year, even one year and a half, hasn't been easy for everybody. That's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. And so speaking of languages, you know, languages, we have a lot of different accents. You don't just, so you don't just do like English, like dubbing a voice actress. And uh, how many accents can you do? Uh, I can try to do. <laughs> yeah, I can try um, to do. Well, so English is not my uh, uh, native language. So um, I would say as an actor, I have to work on the U.S. accent. So like a general American accent and also a RP or the British uh, standard accent. Oh, yes. You know, the BBC accent. So I'm I'm, I'm trying to, uh, uh, you know, work on this, improve myself on these two accents. And then for the rest, well, I'm, I'm European. So, you know, I can trick around. (laughs) until one day you start to learn how to do Asian accents (laughs) oh that'll be tough and I don't know if that if that's allowed you know because I'm I'm typically white so it would be white bashing if I do so you know (laughs) don't send the photo don't (laughs) yeah true 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 (laughs) and the among all these accents which which ones or which one is the easiest for you to do and which one is the most challenging? So uh, US and RP are really challenging, but I love to play around with a, a Russian accent or Italian accent and French accent because that's my you know, native uh, language. Okay. So A French accent, is it easy to do or not easy? <laughs> it depends. I mean, it can get, you know, very over the top, but I like to do it. So uh, I can give you an example, so... Okay, uh, okay, okay. Yeah. okay. I'll, 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 just, I'll just tell you in French uh, something like that. Uh, so the first thing you do 
is you pour yourself a big glass of red and then you talk. It helps with confidence. Mm. Okay, so that's typically a, a French accent, but, you know, just, just, yeah. just emphasize on the R. You do a R instead of a R, and, you know. Yeah. Or the TH sound. The TH, the, little, the, the, the like T, the. T, T or, or Z, you know, whiz, stuff like that. So, yeah. This? No. This, this. this. Instead of this? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's how we do. Yeah. Um, when did you start to get so interested in acting and even decided that one day you want to be an actor? As a child, I was um, watching many, many movies. I, I, I was um, raised in an American culture and, and international culture, so I've watched uh, all the B-movies from the 80s. I was watching Disney. I was also watching Sesame Street. So, you know, a lot of these uh, American shows, TV shows or cartoons. Yeah. And, uh, and I was also a big fan of kung fu films like Jackie Chan, Jet Li or Who Bruce Lee. <laughs> you know, so uh, this was like, okay, I want to play cowboys, and, you know, be some kind of hero. But that was just like a, a child's dream. Mm. And then, you know, I just met a lot of different people. And I think that was about 15 years ago. Or so I met a friend uh, who, you know, pushed me to go and try acting. So I started as a stunt guy. So uh, I did a few of, of, of few action films in France as a stunt guy. And then... Again, my friend, his name is Juan Jimenez, very, very good friend of mine. He pushed me to acting. He said, now that you know how it works on set and that you are, you know, kind of acting by doing some stunts, why don't you take drama school? You know, why don't you go and, and study acting? So I did that. So thanks to him and a few people that I met, I've mm. tried, uh, you know, learning at more the acting business. And then mm -hmm. I kind of enjoyed it. And uh, I was like, 26, 27 back then. So it was late. It was a late call for me, but I loved it. You know, I was like, okay, that's what I want to do now. So ah. it was thanks to people that I met, really, that I became an actor. You know, what they always say is never too late to start something. Never too late. <laughs> And I even learned this phrase, this proverb from one of my friends who is uh, only 20 years old by then. He said, you know what he said to me? He said, You gotta start somewhere. Exactly. <laughs> When he say somewhere, he means some age. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he was only 20 years old. Was he from Texas? <laughs> no, he's French. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Because you could say you always need to start somewhere. <laughs> oh, I didn't know why. <laughs> it's because of you. You see something RP accent. I see. So. <laughs> and yes, I know that Cedric, you don't just do acting. You also do other jobs related to films and um, TV series, right? Yeah, true. Um, my acting teachers always told me you have to create your own work. You have to create your own stuff. So from that, I started to write and I started to produce like short films, um, you know, little by little. Then I came to do some web series. And I'm working on writing a TV series. I also write, write uh, feature films. So I've got a few scripts in my bag. Wow. So the idea is to do, you know, as much as you can as an actor to also um, try new things, you know, make new opportunities. And, and, and um, because I've been writing all this, I've learned from scratch how to produce a project. So I kind of have the, 
the, the, the, the etiquette of being a producer as well because I know how to manage a team, work with a team. I mean, I love, I love teamwork. It's the best thing to do, especially in the creative business. You need to rely yeah. on a lot of people. So that's what I do. Yeah, I try to do and, and make new movies. And it's also an opportunity for you to play roles that people would not usually give you. That's right. Yeah. That's one of the techniques. <laughs> But isn't it great to be able to create? Of course, because you always... Um, You always see yourself in something that people don't believe. Mm, yeah. uh, you know, for instance, I play a lot of villains. Uh, mm -hmm. But that's not my nature at all, you know. And people are like, oh, but you're too kind. You, you have a soft look and stuff like that. And I'm like, okay, guys, but I'm a bad guy too, you know. So, so uh, I've been doing a lot of these. Uh, I also like to give me parts that are very uh, uh, casual, like being the guy next door stuff you know so yeah it's it's fun the idea is to make fun and have new opportunities yeah exactly and uh okay that's i'd like to ask you this because you're talking mm -hmm. about uh, people seeing you as a nice neighbor that kind of nice the nicest neighbor next to your door uh so but you like to play some bad guys too so what is your favorite kind of character or to play Or what is your favorite kind of thing to write about? I love um, I love the David Fincher or the David Lynch movies mm. because the characters are edgy. So <clears throat> playing a villain, for instance, you have no limits as a character. You have no morality. Uh, you can do whatever you want. So basically you're free to do anything and everything. Whereas... If you're a hero, you have to respect the code. You have to, you know, you're very human. You have, yeah, you have a moral etiquette, which is not the case. So villain is basically you're free to do whatever you can. So, so I would say villain are very good. But I also like to play powerful characters. Like, for instance, a lawyer or a doctor who needs to look after someone. Or it can be also a dad who needs to look after his family. So... Honestly, I need to be touched by the character. If the character has got strong emotions or strong goals, then I will be, I'll be very keen to play it. You know, mm. uh, I like the antihero. Not the uh, the superhero is very basic in a sense that he has a global thing to do and he has to be very straight. Antihero has got issues about being a hero, so that's kind of very interesting. Like you know, John Wick. It's an amazing character to play because he's oh, not a hero, yeah. but everybody really? likes him. <laughs> no, no, he's an anti-hero. He's, uh -huh. he, he's, he's the good guy, but he didn't choose to be. Uh -huh. Whereas a hero, he has to be the hero. So he has a, a, a road to follow. Mm -hmm. Anti-hero, he's been pushed on the road. You know, he has no choice. He has to be. So that's what I like about these kind of characters. I see. Yeah. But you also write scripts. And themes, right? Yeah. And what do you like to write? Um, so I've I've written a period drama that is set in the 60s in uh, London. Mm -hmm. So it's all about the, the, the spirit of the Beatles with jazz music and rock and all stuff like that. And it's basically about uh, gangsters being in this environment. <clears throat> so I've, I've written this with a friend of mine. Uh, I also have a big movie project which is a sci-fi film 
very, very complicated, very, very uh, intricate. There's a lot of, you know, um, uh, stories into the stories. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's a very big project. It's saying that I think it will take me about 10 years or so maybe mm -hmm. to do it. I don't Tonight. know. You know, it's, but, but I, I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, I've also written a comedy series. Uh -huh. um, so I think what I need, I always work with music. So if I hear music that gives me inspiration, mm -hmm. then I write about the, 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 the feeling that I have with the music. So for, for, the, for, for the period drama in the 60s, I was hearing the Beatles. I was hearing a lot of uh, pop and French music too. So it's a combination of both. Yeah. Uh, for the sci-fi, I was listening to a lot of Hans Zimmer, Hans Zimmer because yeah. he's doing a lot of epic music, music films. Um, so it depends. <laughs> and I think it also depends on the mood. Yeah. Sometimes you're, you're bucolic, sometimes you're melancholic, sometimes you want to do epic things, sometimes you feel heroic. So depends on the mood but yeah i would like to try many many stuff oh. I'm, i'm not a very good uh, um, uh, at dialogues but i like to write you know the um, the main goal the main scenery and then i i usually work with people mm. that that reminds me of something i'm just trying to improvise something here uh, <laughs> okay you know what they say the musicians are artists the musicians are songwriters they say they often say Sometimes I get the inspiration when I watch a movie. They mm -hmm. watch a movie, they watch a scene and they write a song. And they used to say, you're, you're seeing a script, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then you say, you listen to exactly. a piece of music and you write the script. Hey! <laughs> connection. It's all exactly. about connection and teamwork. Again. Two ways. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Uh, do you prefer acting or producing or writing? Producing is great because you work with a lot of people and you create something all together. Mm. Writing is more intimate. But again, I love the process of working with someone. So I always write as a couple or as a trio. So that makes it easier and more entertaining. Uh, but from all these jobs, acting is definitely my favorite. Because again, you are playing someone that is not you. You are getting out of your comfort zone and you are basically a character that you would not be in life. If I'm a murderer or if I'm a, uh, an assassin or if I'm a cop or if I'm a soldier, that's not me in my real life. So again, it's connecting to the childhood when you were dreaming about, you know, playing a superhero or cowboy or a hunter, whatever. Everything that is acting is so much fun. So definitely acting is my, my go-to. Uh -huh. That's the favorite. <laughs> <laughs> you do have a preference. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so apart from the acting and writing scripts and scenes, voiceover acting, and I do know, I know that Cedric, that he also does martial arts. Yeah. And definitely you're not a beginner because you got, what color is your belt? Um, I, I, I've got black belt in a few um, uh, martial arts, but yeah. again, for me, it was more like a philosophy, uh, uh, a way of life rather than uh, competing because you can, you can study martial arts in a traditional way or you can study martial arts to go to competition. Uh, for me, it was more find myself, you know, it was more suited to my personality. So I've been learning traditional martial arts, mm -hmm. so Aikido, Judo, Jiu Jitsu. Uh -huh. I've also tried kendo, yaido, so everything that is related to um, uh, traditional Japan, basically. 
and it, it really helped me uh, to get a higher spirit, to be more balanced, uh, to be me, basically, today. Mm, interesting point. I like that. I think you're not the first person that I that, that say so. That usually the people who especially got brown belt or black belt, they more or less say the same thing. It's not just physical, it's mental training. Of course, of course. And that makes me wonder. So you're talking about it helps you with your personality too even discovering yourself. So do you think that practicing martial arts, it helps you with your performance and even it helps you to be a better person? Or Definitely. When, um, as a child, I was, um, I was grumpy. I was angry. I was boostoyous, you know? So, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, I, mean I know, I know, I know. Um, it was... It, it was my uncle and my aunt who pushed me to martial arts, say, try this. And, and they, they, they were my teachers. So for me, they're like my second parents because they raised me uh, through martial arts. So I recommend to anyone to try martial arts as, as a child, as a teenager, or as an adult because mm. it really helps you to connect with yourself. Um, for me, it was a total mind-blowing that, you know, you can become someone more balanced, someone more uh, effective, because what you learn from martial arts is to be a uh, hard worker, relentless, um, and then you also, you're straight, because you don't uh, trick people. It's all about, you know, fighting with others, but also fighting with yourself. So it's like challenging yourself. To go through martial arts and to go on in the dojo to fight with someone else is very challenging, but it also shows you that you can learn uh, courage, you can learn strength, uh, moral, everything, you know, everything that makes a human more decent. And I think everyone, you know, can take their own path, but I think if you go through martial arts, you'll be a better person and society would be better too. It's a big statement, but if people just go in the dojo to kick their ass, you know, with <laughs> others, then they won't need to fight in the street or they, won't don't, yeah. they wouldn't need to go to war or stuff. Mm -hmm. So but that's, my, <laughs> that's my, uh, my point of view. But I think martial arts really help. Yeah. And also you were saying um, it does help on my day-to-day -day work because mm. I'm not afraid of going to work and, and, and do as much as I can and do long hours or long, you know, long journeys because mm. through martial arts, again, it's blood and tears. So if you've been through this, you can go through anything. Yeah, because martial arts, in fact, particularly for the higher level, you have a lot of physical training, that's for sure. Yeah. And sometimes you do have comebacks. Even if it's not competition, it's comeback. It does train you to be more resistant. Yeah. Consistence and courage and to make you a beautiful person. And by the way, I totally agree with Cedric that uh, it will make you not going on the streets like, oh, I just need to uh, let on my steam. They say, let on your steam. Go to the dojo. Yeah, go to the gym and then just do some push ups. And exactly. Kick in. Exactly. They are, that's why they invent punching bags, honey. <laughs> <laughs> You can do sparring, but make sure that your partner is equipped as well. 
Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I also wipe my coat. I do crop maga and sometimes boxing and go for two. They all talk about the self-control. Yeah. I just love this word. Mm. Self-control. Okay. <laughs> and yeah. But speaking of this martial arts, is, uh, in fact, it's related to physical training. It also relates to what we eat and drink. Do you follow some particular diets? Well, I'm trying to be healthy. So um, I, I limit myself with red meat. I only go for lean meat, white meat and fish. Mm. Uh, red meat can be from, you know, one or two times a week uh, because I'm not, I'm not a full, um, how do you say, meat lover. Mm -hmm. But I know that my body needs some of it from time to time. So that's what I do. <laughs> um, I, do I do take a lot of veg, fruits, mm. um, proteins. I also take food supplements. Because I, I always, you know, want to have a, a, a immune system that is strong. Yeah. So I, that's what I do, you know, vitamins, proteins. Mm. So I have some shakers, you know, every day I take a shaker of protein. Shaker! You know, it's, it's, it's also <laughs> give me strength. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I'm doing um, intermittent fasting. Huh. So it's when, it's when you, uh, you have a window of 16 hours when you don't eat and then eight hours when you can eat. And then there's also another one that I do is, is stop, eat, stop. So basically, I don't eat for a day, then I eat for a day, then I don't eat for a day. So it really depends on how, how your body reacts to mm. fasting. There's a the, the very different method, but mm. every time I fast, I always drink. Because you need to drink, you need to yeah. be, you know, um, um, uh, hydrated. That's right. But you can Water. do fasting for a day or two. Doesn't work for me. I try for, <laughs> for, for, for at least when I sleep, I can do it. Exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Fourteen hours, I can do it, but ah, after that, I just have to eat. Everybody has a different body, so yeah. you have to adapt your body to uh, to your diet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, depends on people. Exactly. Mm. And could you share a little bit about uh, you lived in London for a couple of years, right? Seven years. What? Seven? That's just a couple. I know. <laughs> Seven years. Time flies. And uh, could you tell us a little bit about your life and career back there? Um, yeah. Lon London is, is such a big city and it moves all the time. I mean, it's very more active than Paris, in my opinion, uh, especially on the, on the uh, creative industry. Oh, yeah. Because there's a lot of musicals. Mm -hmm. There's a culture for theater. Uh, classic theater, but also any contemporary theater, mm -hmm. musicals I talked about, uh, the movies are international. In France, it's more uh, related to French language. You also have, of course, international movies, but because of the English language, there's more international movies in the UK. Right. Uh, okay. A lot of opportunities as an actor mm -hmm. because you can work on um, projects from HBO, Netflix. Uh, I've auditioned for movies for Marvel or DC or Disney. Yeah, so, you know, big, big, big things that I wouldn't probably get if I tried in, in Paris because of the language barrier. Um, so, yeah, London is very, very active on this side. Um, I know a lot of U.S. production come over to London for filming, like the James Bond films. Some of the Avengers were filmed in, the, in London, so there's definitely a lot of opportunities. Mm -hmm. uh, and also about culture, I mean, 
the museums are free in London. Mm. So it's amazing just to go to the National Gallery or Tate Museum or, I don't know, I've been to many, many, the National British Museum, I've been to almost all of them for free. And that's, that's amazing. It's, 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 it's so easy. So the, on the culture side, London was fabulous. It was really, really exciting. I met also a lot of new people, obviously, mm -hmm. because I was a stranger in London. And uh, what I did is I basically just go to an agency to be with a lot of British people. And I thought I, will, I would only be with Londoners, but I, I met Scottish people, Irish people, Welsh people. I'm, I'm, I met uh, pe people from Spain, from Italy, from Greece, from France like me. I mean... It was amazing. It was an amazing uh, adventure just to 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 meet all those people. Mm. That's the good part. I'm not going to talk about the bad part because that's not the point of it. <laughs> but there's also some side, you know, some some side effect about mm. bad part. But basically, my I would say that it was an amazing opportunity for work mm. to meet new people. And today, I've 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 got my network because I went to London and and mm. and, and proved myself there. So yeah, amazing. Yeah, talking about the multicultural, yeah, you're right, I agree with you. Even for musicians or singers, we all look forward we, between the Paris and London, of course, we choose London first. <laughs> yeah, there are more people, just more challenge. Exactly, I mean, Cam, I, I, talking about music, Camden is an amazing area. Camden! If, if you're an artist <laughs> and you're looking for music, Camden is the place to be. It's crazy, <laughs> crazy there. And was it uh, was it also challenging or difficult to you last year, you know, the COVID-19 situation? And how did you deal with it? So, I mean, lockdown was tough for a lot of people. Um, some, a lot of us, I think everybody was just watching news when it began. Uh, and it was terrifying. Yeah. In a sense that if you stay tuned with the news, then you would just become, you know, afraid of everything. Mm. So uh, that's what I did for the first two weeks or so. I was just following the news to see what's going on. And then all of a sudden I said, no, you're going to turn paranoiac. So stop doing this. So I decided to kind of cut myself from this you know, in, in a way that I would just check um, like five minutes a day to see how it's going on. But then I would say, okay, it's time for yourself to learn things. So this is why I started to, you know, learn languages. I've ah. also, I also took like many people uh, online uh, masterclasses. So I took masterclasses in producing. I took masterclasses in writing. Um, also improving my uh, accent. So I was working with an American teacher. Um, so I took that time for me, you know, to be me. And I've also worked at my own personal gym, which was my, my, my house. <laughs> so I was doing my push-ups, my pull-ups, uh, all the training in the garden and in the, in, in, in the house. Mm -hmm. So it was time for myself, just to be with myself, which was good. Mm -hmm. But also I was checking my family, uh, checking my friends. So it was trying to connect as much as possible with the people that you love. Yeah. instead of going crazy yeah. so it is challenging but you have to make the most out of it that's it keep yourself busy 
You know, my since the COVID nineteen, <laughs> there are lots of people they gain weight, they become round. <laughs> I'll I'll tell you, I. <laughs> I took some weight when I came back to France. You gained some yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, and I was lean and fit when I was in London because I was doing my workout every day. Oh. <laughs> so yeah. Oh, because you don't have your gym with you right now, is that it? I'm starting to rebuild my gym now, so I I'm see. slowly getting my apparels and 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 my weights and yeah. doing doing it again. Yeah. Yeah. Put a bar or is it? Uh, lots of people are just saying that lots of people they they gain, <laughs> but lots of people they gain not fat, <laughs> but muscles. Yeah. Because a lot of people are like for the past one year they stay home, and I mean in fact me too on this on this part part of people we didn't gain uh fat but instead we get more skills and like you and uh, we get more muscles. <laughs> so that is something we can do keep ourselves busy. Yes. Yeah. Stay healthy yeah. uh, mentally and physically, and like Cedric said, learn different languages. Yep. Hmm, that is a way. Let's talk about so. Yeah, we just talk about the the challenge. And you were just saying earlier, you were saying that the even doing being an actor or even writing producing, it's not hundred percent glamour glamour. So sometimes there are some difficulties. Of course. That, for example, what's the most difficult part? So you, um, if you work in the creative industry, you have to accept rejection. It's oh, part of yeah. the job. Yeah. So first of all, you have to audition. Uh, if you get the book for auditioning, then you have to accept that you'll be rejected. So there's a first filter, which is, are you going into the auditioning room or not? So that's the first rejection. You have to accept it. Then if you get into the room and you work with the casting director, you have to accept that you don't get the job, even if you're good or bad. It's not your choice. It's not up to you. So you have to accept that. And I think for a lot of people, they, you know, uh, quit because it's too hard. And I think if you are a good actor, it means that you've been through rejection a lot. So... Mm. That's part of the job. If you're still in the business 15 or 20 years after you started, it means that you accept to be rejected all the time. That's what it means. <laughs> okay. you know? Or you can be, I don't know, famous. I mean, I'm not going to talk about the A-list mo movie stars, mm. but not everybody is an A-list actor. Mm. But there's a lot of people who are playing small parts, but they've mm. been in the business for 20, 30, 40 years, and they're still here because okay. they like it and because they're relentless. And I think that's the most challenging is to accept this and just to go through it. To be tough skin. Tough skin. <laughs> and also... Shakeable. <laughs> right? And also being an opportunist because you can get a job like this. And sometimes you get a job by working hard. So it's part of the thing. Opportunity, luck. Uh, but you need to work. Whatever happens, you need to work. Sometimes we need luck. We need to be in the right place, to meet the right people. Serendipity. Yeah. <laughs> Good script. Oh, that's me. Yeah. And also the other part of people, the, the people in front of you, they have to say, yes, I agree with you. <laughs> exactly. Parts, and right? that's, not to, that's not up to you. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's the job we have to learn. Yes. <laughs> 
Now let's talk about a different subject. So we just talk about like acting, producing, and doing different accents and getting rejected. And now I know that Cedric also has another passion, which is traveling.、Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Do you want to talk about your travels? What countries have you been to, or even lived in? So I, as a kid, I lived in、uh, Saudi Arabia and Egypt for a while,、hmm. because my dad,、uh, who was a surgeon back then,、um, he helped to、uh, build new、uh, hospital centers in these country,、hmm. in these countries. So I was. Basically, following my dad, and then I came back to France,、uh, and I've lived in London, so in the UK for seven years.、Um, so this is where I learned international culture. This is why I have、um, uh, American culture, British culture, all mixed all together with my French culture because I've been living, you know, as a foreigner in, in different countries.、Um, this allowed me to be very curious. And because of this, I've been traveling a lot. So,、um, America, I've been in the U.S. I've been to Canada, in South America, I've been to Brazil, in Argentina.、Um, <laughs> I did a few places all over Europe,、um, and also I had the opportunity, which was crazy, to work on a Bollywood film. So I was in India for a while,、really? for, for about a month, and that was a fantastic experience. So.、Mm. I've been through different countries, yeah, yeah, yeah,、oh. and I'm still looking forward to it. But thanks to our little friend COVID, it's been difficult、um. for the last two years. But I hope I will get along. But you'll be able to speak different languages once you get there. Exactly. Hopefully.、And、no longer need English or French or back me up. Just speak your language. I'll try. I'll try. And so far. What is where or which place or which city, which country did you have the best memory? I've been so the movie experience in India was、mm. fantastic because the the vibes over there are very strong. I'm very sensitive to the energy, and the energy that people brought or the energy from the environment in India was crazy. I was、mm. feeling like I was. Um, um, flowing with sunlight,、oh. so that was an amazing experience. When I came back from India, people were like, "Oh, you're very shiny, you're very bright." And I was like, "Maybe it's the energy from the from the area. I don't know." So that was a fantastic experience.、Um, but I would say the top of the top for me was、um, the national parks in the in west of the USA. I've been to、uh, to the Grand Canyon, to Canyonlands,、uh, Zion, all these national parks, you know, in Utah,、uh, Arizona, and California, and that was mind blowing for me.、Uh, I was literally kicked by the beauty of of nature. It was such an experience. I was I was watching all of the Grand Canyon, and I I was I was cheerful because. It was so beautiful,、mm. and it reminded me to be humble,、mm. you know. So, and that was that was a road trip I did with a friend、uh, back in two thousand seventeen. Wow! That was that was a, an amazing experiment.、Mm -hmm. So I think for me that's top on top of the list. Yeah, we need to be、uh, inspired by the nature too. And you're right. If you put yourself in the middle of like the like mountains, you feel like <gasps> I am nothing at all. Yeah. 
<laughs> is that also where the Grand Canyon is this place? Was that the place where you got the most inspiration in your life? It definitely bring brings you back uh, more balance. When you when you kind of lost or when you're a bit depressed, mm-hmm. being in a place like this, it really helps you to focus to be back on stage, you know, to 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 follow your tracks again because life goes on, you've got ups and downs and typically, I mean, I feel related to nature a lot. So typically when I feel down, I just go in the forest or in the mountain or at the sea and definitely for me it was like, wow. And then you go back and you feel like, okay, I need to do this. So yeah, mm. definitely, definitely. Yeah. Is that why I've never seen you panic? I think I've never seen surgery panic. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's because of Mother Nature, you know, I'm hugging trees. That's what I do. <laughs> That's my secret. <laughs> That's how you also keep keep your heartbeats like stable. <laughs> <laughs> how much is it? 45? Heartbeats. <laughs> BPM. Okay, now I just got like two or three questions mm-hmm. left to ask and uh, wish the surgery can share with us more is... um. Are you, at this moment, are you working on any new projects? Absolutely. My uh, director friend who lives in uh, Los Angeles just is in France right now and he's doing um, a road uh, movie. Uh, It's kind of a Thelma and Louise uh, kind of vibe. And uh, I'm playing a villain in this one. Yeah, so so my favorite, (laughs) my favorite thing. uh, And it, it... my character is kind of a, a Guy Ritchie kind of character built. So it's a lot of fun. It's, it's dark. It's edgy. Um, it's also funny. So I'm very, I'm very happy to, to be doing this. This will be in July. Uh, so coming now. Uh, I've just finished also playing a police officer in a, in a movie about the terrorist attacks that happened in 2015. That was a tough subject. But I'm also really proud of doing this because um, it was a lot of uh, humanity in the film. Uh, it's, it's a tough subject, but it was really treated with dignity. So I was really happy to, to be part of this project too. Mm. Yeah, we're curious to see. Yeah. And do you plan to travel to other countries? Definitely. In the near future? Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Um, I would love, and that was my um, first destination for 2021, but I couldn't, is uh, to go to Asia. I want to visit Japan, um, South Korea, and Taiwan. Mm-hmm. Their culture are kind of all, <laughs> their culture are kind of all related. Yeah. And uh, I love the movies uh, from there. I, I, I want to work with people like Johnny To or Park Chan-wook or Wong Kai-wai or uh, Hirokazu um, Kurita, you know. Uh-huh. I, I want to do a Chambara film. I want to do a Kung Fu film. I want to do action films. Well, I want you to be, can. you know. So if I can, definitely I will look into uh, opportunities to mm. go first to visit, to, you know, to discover the culture, but also if I can to drop my profile a bit there. Yeah. And you speak the language. P.S. Hopefully. Hopefully. I mean, I start with English and then I'll, you know, I deal a bit with Japanese and maybe, <laughs> maybe Chinese, but oof, that would be, be a tough one. New mm-hmm. challenge. <laughs> well, 
Well, what did you just say? You got a black belt like uh, in in two or three different martial arts already. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I need to work on my uh, language black belt now. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, <laughs> it's not the same. Okay. <laughs> and uh, you know, a lot of people, lots of especially younger generations. I know. For example, I do have some younger friends that also, or young friends, or your friends. <laughs> um, they're also doing acting. Some of them are into theater acting. Some of them are movies and TV series, and they also like fantasize about this uh, living and working in another country, especially big cities like London or even New York, or Paris. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or Paris. Do you have any advice for them? Uh, so, so the first thing is, if you are uh, an upcoming actor, then if you've done drama school, it's great. If you hadn't you should start by doing drama school. That's very important, so you get all the basics. Mm. Uh, of course, life experience helps, but I yeah. think drama school, at any age, you can go to drama school just to know the basics. So that would be my first advice. Um, listen to your peers, because obviously they will guide you and they can give you advice on any tricks or, tri or tips in the industry. Um, be relentless, that's one thing. Uh, do your work which is do your research um, on, on projects, on people, on contacts. If you want to meet someone, make sure you know about this person before you meet him or her, especially if it's a casting director. Uh, oh. make, sure, make sure you know what he or she's been working on before so you know what kind of vibe, what kind of environment she or he likes. Mm. Uh, I would say... Um, yeah, then, then there's a few things that that's a guide for everyone is be on time, for sure. You have to be on time yes. if you do the job. You have to know your lines if you get a role. Mm. Um, there's also one thing which I do a lot is uh, make sure you, uh, you thank the director and the oh, DP, yeah. the director of photography, because they are the one that will make you blossom on screen so make mm -hmm. sure you know these guys but also stay humble in this industry because there's so many people back there uh, and uh, word of mouth is very strong mm -hmm. so when you get a good reputation it will uh, flourish if you get a bad reputation people oh. will blacklist you very very easily uh -huh. so stay humble but also stay a hard worker because it will pay off and if it doesn't you know, just just be patient and continue working. Mm. Um, do your work, do your research. If you go to a new country, you don't know any people, do your research before. Mm. For instance, me, I will go to Japan at some point. I'm not just go there and just knock on doors. I'm going to do my work before I get there mm. to make sure I get meetings, auditions, opportunities. Mm. And then when I'm in the country, I'll make new things, of course. But mm. do your research first. Preparation is the key. Exactly. Boys and girls, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> make sure you got enough in your bag when you travel, but also make sure you've got enough in your head. Ah, <laughs> and your mind. Head, mind, body. Yes, and network. And I almost forgot to ask, Cedric. In fact, we talked about some of your words, some of your experience, mm -hmm. and of course, people. We are interested to see some of your work. How can we see you? How can we find you on the um, internet? I'm on social media, like a lot of people, so you can find me on Instagram. Uh, I'm a big fan of 
uh, Star Wars and of Japanese food. So my Instagram is huh. Jedi Gyoza. <laughs> so that is it fine. Or if you're looking for my name, uh, you can find me on Facebook, uh, on IMDb. Uh, I can spell my name for you if you want to. Yeah. So it's uh, Cedric, C-E-D-R-I-C, Siroto, C-I-R-O-T-T-E-A-U. Cedric Twitter, Instagram, uh, Instagram, uh, IMDb, Facebook, you name it. I'm here. <laughs> okay, just Google him. And of course, Dory, <laughs> I'm going to put these links right in the description of this episode. So it's the, it's the um, end of our episode right here. Okay. So, Cedric, thank you so much for being here. <laughs> yeah, being here with us and sharing so much with us is traveling and acting and producing a lot of things and learning <laughs> different languages and uh, yeah <laughs> do you have anything anything more anything else to say to everyone um stay positive um make sure you uh, send love to your loved ones family and friends included because we are living through a tough moment mm -hmm. all of us Uh, so make sure you stay connected to the people that you love uh, and be strong, you know. Uh, we all go through it and we will make, you know, a better place soon. So just stay tuned. <laughs> yeah, stay there! <laughs> Resist! Okay, thank you so much! It's been a pleasure. <laughs> thank bye, you so everybody. much. See you guys. See you. Bye-bye. Yeah. <laughs>